wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can connect with us online through Google+, through Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, You can email us, hello at sundrahealing.com. And you can always check out our website as well, sundrahealing.com. Today we have... Uh, a guest with us, Kelly Kossow. Now, Kelly, I hope I said your name correctly and you can correct it if I was wrong. No, you're great. <laughs> okay. So, Kelly is a master integrative life coach. She is the program leader of the Ford Institute. She is a leader and teacher of emotional education, shadow work, and personal mastery. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe, uh, Kelly, that Oprah Magazine named you as someone who could dream it, do it. Yes, she did. Her third issue. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Well, we're thrilled to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. So, Kelly, could you give our listeners a little bit of background on, you know, what, what has brought you to where you are today and, you know, what this whole human shadow uh, thing is all about? Um, absolutely. So, actually, the article that I was, that was in Oprah Magazine was about another business I had, and the business was called Go Goddess, and it was a board game for women that brought women together to talk about, you know, issues common to all. And as a result, it was actually, it stemmed from a women's group I was a part of, and we saw the women in this women's group, you know, making shifts and just getting so much out of the richness of this, you know, coming together kind of in circle with each other that we decided how do we share this with every other woman in the world. And it was based on some spiritual concepts because we were studying different concepts every year. We'd have a teacher would study Course in Miracles, shamanic traditions, the ancient goddesses. And so we started, so we created this board game for other women to give them the experience of our goddess group. And then before we knew it, it just was the right thing at the right time. And, you know, we had articles like the one in Oprah and people and people were having go goddess parties and all of a sudden we were being asked to speak and to have lunch, you know, to give workshops and seminars. And at the time, you know, I was a lawyer before that and then, you know, a mom, kind of a stay-at-home mom and then, you know, this group and I created this business and it was, but I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was ready or trained to hold people for transformation and they were looking to us like experts. So at the time, it was the beginning of, it was like around 2000, people were start, life coaching was just coming into vogue and so I decided that I would be trained as a life coach and when I asked around, you know, what was the best life coaching training, everyone said the Ford Institute. And so I signed up right away, 
And, you know, you never know, you know, that's the great divine design of life, right? You think you're doing it for one thing and then you end up there in another way. And so I thought I was doing it to support this other business. Of course, it ended up being exactly what my soul needed um, to evolve to its next evolution. And in the shadow, I, you know, I found the modality and the concepts that I could finally transform my life because probably like so many of us, you know, I had all the different self-help books. I studied all the different methodologies. I did rebirthing. I did, you know, sweat lodges. I, you know, all the different things. And I had some great transformations or insights, but none of them just seemed to sustain themselves. You know, I'd have three good days or, you know, shift something, but it was not a huge shift. And learning about the human shadow, learning about the parts of ourselves we disown or dis- deny was so riveting for me because I had spent all my life trying to fix it, change it, become better. I was the perfectionist, the overachiever, you know, worked with the affirmations, I am lovable, I am this, I am that. And then the next morning I'd be like, ah. You know, and so learning about this suddenly allowed me to breathe and it it just gave me a whole different perception to look at life from and to understand and to see how we're wired. You know, so many of us wish that we came like with a, with a manual and operate like, I want to understand myself. How, why, why does this, why does that? And I found all those answers for myself in the study of the human shadow and being a student of Debbie Ford and the work of the Ford Institute. And then, of course, I sold my other business. I used this work to totally transform my life, you know, got the divorce, lost the weight, did all the things that I had been stuck in. And then as a result of that, I didn't coach at the beginning because I was involved in this other business. And then once again, I just wanted to give other people what had totally transformed my life. And people were coming up to me and saying, like, you know, what are you, like, give, we'll do, what are you doing that we need to do? And that's how it all started. And then I just started coaching, coaching, coaching. I became one of Debbie's most successful coaches. And then she invited me to be on staff, and then she invited me to start writing content and leading trainings. And then as Debbie, who probably some of your viewers might know or you might know, passed of cancer, she got sick. As she started to get sick, she started just throwing me up on stage or like, I can't do it, you go do it. And I'm like, <gasps> but it was yeah. all, you know, part of the evolution. And then after she passed, she left myself and... Um, another woman, the Institute, and we're now running the Institute and, and leading her work and, and the shadow work, because the nice thing about shadow work is it's based on all your answers lie within you. So, you know, it's not so much no one, it's a guru, it's you're the expert on yourself and you just need to go inside and find those answers and that, you know, creates the opening and the shift. So it was very generous of, of Debbie to not, you know, leave a body of work that was guru-centric or, or that would, you know, end when she passed. And so it's really a privilege because for me, shadow work 
ultimately gives people the gift of liberation and to be able to continue to give that and to bring people, um, we'll talk about at some point the shadow process, I'm sure, because we want to give a gift to your viewers but or your listeners. I mean, that's the greatest thing. So I'm always in awe of this work. And I just, you know, I do look at my life like the divine design of my life that, wow, this is where I ended up. How cool. It's something I would have never thought of, but also something I would have never dreamed possible. Mm, what a beautiful story. It's so, uh, so inspiring. And, and we see it actually, we see it a lot and more and more, I find lately, where people are finding their path and they're um, getting in more in alignment with who they are and really starting to, you know, live from their heart and their authentic self. And that is so very inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kelly, what is the shadow? So, the human shadow is the part of ourselves that we disown, that we deny, that we deem inappropriate, or that we can't see it in ourselves. You know, what happens is that something happens when you are young, let's say, and and there's light and dark um, characteristics that we disown, but if we start talking about the dark, so something happens when I'm young, maybe, you know, my mother gets mad at me and she yells at me that I'm bad or I'm lazy. And so I feel so much pain and shame for being called lazy that I decide I never want to be lazy again. So I create this persona of the overachiever, the ultra-responsible one. And generally, our shadows are formed under the age of 10. So what happens is the event that, or the environment that we grew up in, you know, we don't so much remember the event where we disown the quality, and we don't even know that we've disowned it. But... Because the quality, because we can't even see it ourselves. We're like, oh, I'm not lazy. I'm not lazy. So these qualities and the, the meanings that we make, they live in the shadows of our psyche. They live in our unconscious mind. But the interesting thing about the shadow, of course, it's 100% unseen, but it's 100% in control. Because when I have a shadow, when I have a part of myself that I can't be with, I'm going to do everything to cover it up, I'm, and I'm going to project it out in the world, and I can't have access to that quality. So even if I wanted to be lazy, even if I wanted to stay home and sleep on a Sunday or watch TV all day and do nothing, I could not do it because it would be so painful for me or shameful to me to be lazy. So our work is based on the concept of wholeness, that every trait that we see in the outer world is in us, and we want to have access to these traits so that we can choose, oh, today I'm going to be lazy. But if it's disowned, then I cannot choose it. So when a shadow is in charge, we lose our ability to choose because the shadow is running the show. I can hear all the aha moments going on out there right now. <laughs> you see the lights flashing? <laughs> so you want to think That's about right. what are the qualities that I made wrong? Or what are the qualities that I don't even see in myself? You know, if someone says, oh, you're selfish. No, I'm not. 
that would be a disowned quality. Right. And the fact is, I, you know, I love that the, the saying, you know, the universe doesn't give us any spare parts. It's because to be whole, to be the fullest expression of ourselves, to be 100% authentic, the word you use, we have to get that we are everything. And if the outer world is, in a, is a manifestation in our inner world and we're only owning 5% of ourselves, 10% of ourselves, then what are we going to be manifesting in the outside world? 10% of ourselves. But if we can start owning that we are everything that we see in the outer world, now we're at 90% inside and we're going to be able to manifest 90% in the external world. So if you go back to what I said before, like about me, you know, I was trying to be smart, you know, talented, you know, maybe five things that I just kept trying and trying to be. And this work was so great because when I realized I could be those quote-unquote negative things, I could be selfish, I could be this and that, and that, that it comes with a gift that it serves me to be that. It's not going to mean that it's going to take over my life and I'm just going to walk through life being selfish, selfish, selfish. But if I need to be selfish so that eventually I can be selfless, I can pick that. And so it's really, really cool when you start owning that you are everything and that every trait. And then, especially in today's world, all we see is judging, 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 finger pointing. Well, if I can own it in myself, I can have compassion for it in you. The world would be a lot less angry and judgmental. Sounds like it's a very good way to reclaim a lot of your personal power, too. It's a great way. And if someone says to you, oh, you're that, you go, okay, yeah, I am. And so no one can press your buttons. You don't lose Mm -hmm. your emotional balance because you're like, oh, yeah, I'm that, and I'm that. And you're truly seeing the gift in being that. It's not just putting ice cream on poop. So it really has a big impact on you and keeps it. It has a tremendous impact. And so many people are suffering because they're beating themselves up and judging themselves. And they have this negative internal dialogue going on in their heads over and over and over again. And so you don't have to beat yourself up if it leads to such self-acceptance. I mean, just think of all the time you try to change or fix yourself. Yeah. Well, it's it's constant usually on, on a daily basis for all of us, right? Yeah. You're right. We really tend to see our faults and also to see the faults in other people. So, exactly. Yeah. This is a definitely, a, definitely a wonderful way to do the work. I really, really like it. It is. It's, it's amazing. So for me... It was the methodology that changed my life. And that's why I want to give it and share it. And I'm so Absolutely. grateful for it. Yeah. And, and we're grateful to you for doing that as well. <laughs> what, was the offer that, what was the offer that you have for listeners? Yeah, did you want to take a moment now and share about Oh, okay. The, uh, so our, the, the um, one of the signature... Um, things that we do is a weekend workshop called The Shadow Process. 
and it was created by Debbie Ford, and it's a two-and-a-half, we call it the three-day miracle. And truly, it's an experiential um, experience. People come to where we are, and we create this safe cocoon for people to open up and start seeing their shadows, to bring the unconscious conscious and to see really what's um, driving their operating system. And so this weekend workshop, it combines, you know, talking and, you know, me conveying messages, but it also combines a lot of um, experiences, a lot of, we do, um, you know, experiences of transformations. Uh, And so people are actually in it. And it's just amazing what happens. And then the participants are sharing and, and you start seeing yourself and other people and hearing their stories and that, like, you know, turns a switch in you and, and you start to view your life in different ways. And so um, this workshop is amazing. It's known as, you know, one of the five most transformational workshops that there are. And so we're doing one on April 7th through 9th in Los Angeles. And anyone, any of your listeners, we have a promo code so if they go to theshadowprocess.com, again, theshadowprocess.com, and they register and they put in the promo code AWAKEN, just the word AWAKEN, A-W-A-K-E-N, they will get a $100 uh, coupon or discount. So we have a... Awesome. Uh, yeah. And it really is, I mean, people walk out... And their life has changed. I mean, we people call it 10 years of therapy in three days. It, it is. It is just amazing what happens in that room every time. And so if someone wants to do some deep work and really shift their life in, in a very short period of time, I generally tell people to run, not walk to the shadow process. <laughs> it sounds wonderful. And uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, gift for our listeners. Kelly, this is our our, uh, opportunity to go to a break. So we are, uh, we're going to check out for two minutes and we'll see everybody on the other side. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. 
Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Kelly Kossow today, and she is uh, from the Ford Institute. She is really managing and, and heading that whole thing up now. And we've been talking about the shadow, the human shadow, and how to embrace uh, that part of ourselves. Now, Kelly, just before we went to the break, you were talking about this uh, amazing shadow process workshop that's coming up in April, and you made a wonderful offer to our listeners to receive $100 off of that can you tell us now, is this a workshop where we should come on our own and, and plan on doing our work individually, or what kind of experience is this going to be? Well, it, there are a lot of people who come on their own, and, you know, people come for a lot of different reasons, and we have all demographics. But the really interesting thing is we see more men, you know, now it's more 40% men as well as female, and we see all ages. We have millennial to 70-year-olds, and I think it's really cool because, you know, people don't want to be stuck anymore. They don't want to feel the pain. They're sick of beating themselves up. So some people come because there's a certain issue they want to deal with. Some people come as wellness, that they always want to go deeper and uncover that next layer because every time, you know, there's have that next breakthrough so they can access the next version of themselves. You know, some people go because they're dealing with some sort of trauma or heartbreak and some people go out of curiosity to learn. You know, I have, we have a lot of people who go what I call the intolerance of their own mediocrity. They just can't stand the same old, same old, same old staying in the same box. Is so painful for them and when they know that they're meant to be doing something more. So people come for all different um, reasons. And, of course, it is, even if you come, whether you come alone or we see a lot of couples coming, we were talking during the break, and I actually just wrote a newsletter about this um, this week. So if you want to get our newsletter, 
go to thefordinstitute.com and sign up for the newsletter. But my newsletter this week, a friend of mine asked me, you know, are we always the are we always the victim of our partner's past relationships? Because, oh, you know, thinking question. that your partner always brings, you know, their trust issues or this or that. And so my answer in this newsletter is it even goes further than that. It's our shadow. We are dating our partner's shadows. You know, and when I look at people's shadows, I think they fit together like puzzle pieces. So the person with the fear of abandonment will always end up with the person with the fear of commitment because that person has abandonment issues from way back when and has shadows of not belonging and I'm not good enough. And ultimately, their work is to stop abandoning themselves and stop looking to the outer world to feed them. And the person with the fear of commitment, who doesn't trust or whatever their issues are, needs to learn to lean in, that they can trust love. And so it's always so great for me. I always love watching couples come because they understand. In understanding themselves, they're then sharing it with their partner in a conversation. And and if you come with your partner, you have plenty of time to do your processing on your own and you can share whatever it is that you feel safe sharing with them. So that's the first thing. But I love watching couples because... You know, they're sharing the shadow processes is great to kind of dance from the dark to the light because we have dark shadows and light shadows. So we're owning, you know, our deepest shame and we're claiming our brightest magnificence in front of our partner. And when you watch that, the beauty of the authenticity that happens and just that next level of safety and connection and compassion that happens is, it's, it's so touching. I also once read a newsletter because I have three daughters and uh, one of my daughters was saying, because two of them are in their 20s with boyfriends and like we we're talking about, you know, well, if they got married. I said, if they got married, I would only require one thing and that is that they go with their, you know, husbands-to-be to a shadow process. <laughs> I don't care about a prenuptial. I don't care about anything else but that they connect in that way. And even, the, even in these days, we see families coming, like my three girls did it together. Um, so we see families coming. We see, you know, newly, you know, married families coming because so many families have so many different, um, you know, configurations these days, um, and they all coming. And it's just amazing to see just the connection and the authenticity and the love that happens in just that layer. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's so sweet to me. I love seeing mother-daughters come, father-son. It's incredible. Beautiful. So, again, very empowering, and it sounds like, um, like for the newlyweds and for the people who are you know, having troubles in their marriage, this is um, a very, very good way to build a, a firm foundation. Or to just be able to understand, because everyone's taking it so personally. So if I get really your behavior, it's not about me on a so many. You know, or you didn't come off just to push all my buttons. 
you know, you didn't come into my life to push all my buttons just to piss me off, you know? <laughs> that is not really? why you came. <laughs> you know, we attract the partners to come show us us. And if you're pushing my buttons, it's because there's something I'm meant to see about myself. Nice. So you're there for my evolution, not to drive me crazy, which no one ever told me when I was growing up, you know. And so instead of getting, you know, pissed off by our partners to be fascinated, like, okay, what is it that he, you know, he or she is triggering in me that I'm ready to heal? And really going, wow, what a gift. What an opportunity. Instead of just being mad. Very good. Yeah, I mean, I think for, you know, most of us growing up, we didn't have, we didn't have this kind of information uh, available to us. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's first, you know, first instinct to automatically take everything personally. You know, somebody is doing something around you and, uh, or even, you know, even for Boyd and I, if one of us is having a day, like we're all human, right? So one of us is having a day where maybe there's a little bit of irritability or, or something. And, you know, a lot of times you don't even know what it's about, but it's, it's a feeling, it's something surfacing that you need to work through. And it's a constant reminder to, I know for me, to remember that whatever, if he's dealing with something that day, that it's not about me not to take it personally, but to just support and experience it together. And, and to you know, also even look at what is coming up for you in that. You know, are you feeling like, oh, I don't matter, or I'm the invisible one? Because it's pushing something, it's triggering something from your past that is ready to be healed or unconcealed and healed. Absolutely, Yeah. And, and I see the power in that, and, and we've experienced that. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing how it seems to be... Um, it's amazing to me how when we come here, we, we, we seem to forget that part of it. And we, we have to stumble upon, you know, this information somewhere <laughs> along the way to, well, to remember the purpose of why we're here and why we're connecting with everybody. Well, and also, I mean, we talk, you know, our work is based on the concept of emotional education, that our emotions are here to guide us, to educate us. And, you know, unfortunately, this is not something that's been taught. Most of our people, uh, most of us don't even know how to deal with our emotions. And especially mm-hmm. in a day and age like this, there's so many things that, that help us disconnect from our emotions, you know, beyond keeping busy or numbing out or this and that, we have so many devices now and ways to distract ourselves that we don't, you know, we have no relationship with our emotions. And so when something comes up, we either overact or it's just so uncomfortable that we have to figure out a way to numb out. But our work is about emotional education, knowing that our emotions are there to inform us to say, come over here, there's something in here. And they give us the opportunity to start to look where do we need, what's the love I need in this moment so that I can be with myself and my emotions. Mm. And so we're big advocates for emotional education. 
So, so let's um, let's have a scenario here, okay? So, uh, for example, last week for myself, I had um, one or two days where I was so irritable, and you know, I I didn't didn't recognize where it was coming from or what it was connected to right away. So we find ourselves in a situation like that. What's the first thing to do? Well, I mean, so if we could do it, we would do it. So, you know, I would say get a coach, something like that. But when you feel yourself, when I feel myself having some feeling, or or generally I start acting out some way. You know, people start eating or they get mad at their kids and their kids haven't done anything. And so you want to, when you catch yourself doing some behavior that really isn't called for or just isn't in your highest or some form of self-sabotage, and I talk about, I just wrote a book, The Integrity Advantage, and it's about living an integrity-guided life, and I talk about this and that, that you want to stop in the middle of behavior and start, well, what is it? Because you were, you know, you want to identify the feeling. So where you were to go, what am I feeling? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling powerless? And then generally go underneath that feeling. You know, what is this about? Like have a conversation with the feeling. So for me, when I used to, when I was first single and I, I would find myself angry or I'd find myself overeating, you know, just kind of going on some binge, I would stop in this behavior and go, what is it? And it's not that I'm hungry, Lord knows. And so, and then I would say, okay, underneath that was really fear. And then I'd be able to talk to my fear. Okay, what is it that I'm afraid of? So let's say it was fear of being alone. Okay, what can I do? So then I would see the part of myself that was feared being alone, and what can I do in this moment to give that part of, what's the most loving thing I can do for myself in that moment? So for you, I would say, what's the feeling? And then what is the love that you need? Kind of see that inner child inside of you who's trying to get your attention. And you want to almost have a conversation with that inner child. What is it? And what's the fear? And what is the love that they need? Because we want to, in our work, we bring love to our fear. We bring compassion to our fear. You're never going to get rid of your fear. So what you want to do is bring faith to your fear. Mm-hmm. And then, of I course, like if you were trained, you know, when someone's feeling something, generally there is a shadow there. And so, for you know, if, if you were working with someone that is trained, we would go, what shadow is getting triggered or what's the shadow belief that's getting triggered that's creating these feelings that you're having? But for someone who's not trained in the whole shadow conversation, then they can at least go into what's going on, what's the emotion, and what is the love that I need in this moment? Because that emotion is a red flag, that kind of feeling that something was off, that irritability, that you need to lean in. You need to make that you turn into yourself to see what it is that you need. Right, and this goes back to B 
being present and actually connecting with ourselves and allowing us ourselves to feel something and, and to search yes. a little deeper as to where it's coming from. And to know that in that feeling is a gift. It's... Absolutely. Thank you very much for that, that uh, advice. That was wonderful. We'll, we'll, we'll ask about the gift after the break. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about the gift part of it, Kelly, uh, after the break. So we are going to go to a commercial now. Um, and just to let all of our listeners know, uh, this show today is going to be our very last show that we do uh, under the Voice America umbrella. We have had an amazing time with Voice America, um, but we're kind of moving in a little bit of a different direction. So we are going to continue to do the show. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, television and radio, and we're going to be doing that through our Sundra Hewing YouTube channel. So Awakened Hearts is going to move over there. Uh, you know, so uh, check out our Facebook, like us on Facebook, and maybe uh, follow us or subscribe on our YouTube channel, and then you'll get notified when we have guests coming up. They will be at different times. It won't always be the same time slot, uh, but we'll be able to get a lot of guests that their schedules are different. So we're really looking forward to that. It'll be a television aspect, so I guess that means that, you know, Boyd and I can't pick our noses anymore when we're (laughs) we're talking to all of you. But uh, just to let you know, so keep track of what we're doing on Facebook and through our YouTube channel, and then you won't miss out on the amazing shows that are going to be coming up yet again. So we will see you on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? 
tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking today with Kelly Costell from the Ford Institute. And we have been talking about the human shadow, uh, the shadow part of ourselves that for most of us we have felt is, you know, maybe a bad thing. Um, Boyd, I'm going to let you ask your question. Yes. <laughs> um, before the break there, we were talking about the shadow um, being a gift. And um, in the work that we do here, we actually do some meditations to connect with the shadow self. And when we talk with the, with the clients, you know, you bring up the subject, the shadow self. They're like, oh, man, I don't want to deal with that. That's, that's the bad stuff. I don't want nothing to do with that. Right. Um, is, is the shadow a bad thing? And what, what do you mean by a gift from the shadow? Well, absolutely. The shadow is a part of ourselves. And so if transformation is a shift in perception, then, yes, I know the shadow, people think, oh, the shadow, dark, it's the dark parts of ourselves. No, it's the parts of ourselves that live in the dark, that live in the unconscious. There's not good or bad is something that we have labeled. And so the shadow is really where these parts of ourselves live, which is the unconscious. And, of course, we say there's gold in the dark. You know, and so the shadow parts of ourselves, and there are also light parts of ourselves. There are light shadows because we disown. If the shadow is parts of ourselves that we disown or can't see in ourselves, well, a lot of people not only disown the quote-unquote negative qualities, but they can't see in themselves the quote-unquote positive ones. They can't see that they're smart, fabulous, brilliant, hot, sexy, delicious. So in our work, it is about owning, you know, the quote-unquote negative and positive. So that's the first thing. So, and, and we, the parts of ourselves that are positive that we don't see in ourselves, those two live in the shadows of our consciousness. Like if I can't see that I am, you know, beautiful or brilliant, then that part of me is still in the shadow of my unconscious mind or the shadow of my psyche. So that's the first thing. The second thing, when we talk about the gift, if you remember what we talked about earlier in the first segment, we talked about the fact that shadow work is really based on this concept of wholeness, that we are every trait that we see in the outer world. But if I've spent 
40, 50 years of my life not wanting to be a failure, let's say, all of a sudden, how am I going to integrate that quality back? Or if I have not wanted to be angry or whatever, some emotion back, how am I going to integrate that quality or emotion back or even an experience back if I've been looking at it through the eyes of contempt? So since transformation is the shift in perception, we want to start looking and we're really believing that everything happens for a reason and things are happening not to us but for us, for our soul's evolution, then we want to look at how can that, let's take a quality, a shadow quality, how could that quality benefit me? So maybe all along, since I was a kid, you know, maybe I lived in a, an atmosphere where my parents used to say, you know, don't be a show-off. Don't be a show-off. Or don't be too big for my britches. Or, you know, stop, you know, or I got out of trouble because, or I felt guilty that I was outshining my brother and I was the star. So as a result of that, I dimmed down my, my light and I never wanted to be a show-off or arrogant or some word that people don't like. Okay, so now I've spent my whole life not wanting to be arrogant. But we want to look at how could being arrogant serve us? Because to integrate back arrogant, we have to see the gifts. What would be the gifts of arrogance? And so you want to start this practice of looking at something and trying to find the gift. So maybe the gift of arrogant. Can you all see a gift in arrogant? What could be a gift? of being arrogant. How could that quality serve you? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> self-image, I suppose. Excuse me? It's self-image? Yeah, Boyd said self-image, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it gives you a strong sense of self. Or maybe it even sits, you know, with me, I'm arrogant, I say, run to shadow work. To me, some people might think that that's arrogant, or this work can really help you. Or, or even think about if I have a coaching practice saying, yeah, I'm a really great coach, and if you want to work with me, I'm sure we could create a shift, or I could support you in creating shift. Now, some people might think that's really arrogant for me to step up and, and to be able to stand in my gift. And they were going, like, who are you to say that? Or even, I mean, last night we all watched the Oscars. I don't know, if, but in the Oscars, I mean, think about somebody who goes out for a role in a movie or a play. They're thinking, I can really do that, this role. Or I could really serve this piece of art. And so that might be the gift of arrogance. It has you, like you said, a strong self-image. It has you stand up for yourself. It has you promote something that you believe in. Or maybe the gift of arrogance, or is it just made you really humble because you didn't want to be arrogant? (laughs) And that's okay, too. Humility is a gift. And so you want to start looking. In order to integrate something back, you you have to be able to see the good in it because otherwise you're going to keep on resisting it. So by finding the gift, you know, most people don't want to be stupid. How could stupid serve you? Well, it'll have me ask questions. It'll have me ask for help. 
It'll have me study a lot of things. So there's a gift in stupid. And so even so with emotions, there are also gift in emotions that we haven't been able to, you know, that you want to say, what's the gift? What's the gift of being angry? Most people hate being angry. No, you know, I think angry, anger is one of these emotions that got a really bad rap. But what could be a gift in being angry? It has you say no. It has you create boundaries. It lets you know when maybe you're in a position or a situation that's wrong for you. So maybe sometimes my angry self would serve me. And the more that I create a relationship with my angry self, then what's going to happen is I'm not going to go to those passive-aggressive because anything we resist persists. So it becomes like a beach ball. I push it down, push it down, push it down, and then all of a sudden, because you can only keep a beach ball pushed under the water for so long, it's going to pop up and hit you in the face and splash on everybody else. (laughs) So if I can develop a healthy relationship, I don't have to go through this kind of passive-aggressive thing. And then, of course, the same is with experiences. How has an experience served you or benefited you? So you can integrate that. Because at the end of the day, you want to be able to open up to all of who you are, all the qualities, all the emotions, and all of your past experiences. Because if you can use them instead of them using you, they will add to the fullness of who you are and add to your wisdom. So I can look at any experience to see, well, what did I learn? You know, if it wasn't for my bad marriage, I probably would have not be doing what I do today. That was the gift of my divorce. Because it had me start really looking at my trust issues and to really trust in something bigger than myself. And that's been one of the greatest gifts that I've learned. Hmm. Well, and this is something that, you know, it's really a necessary uh, process. It's something that in order to fully fulfill and and live, you know, our highest uh, possible self and life here, that we really need to do because all of these things that live in the shadow are, are you know, the tools, they're the gifts, the talents, the, the character traits that make us the whole person. And I really love what you said earlier. You said, things are not being done to me. They are being done for me. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I don't know if I've ever heard that before, but that, that just resonates. Yeah, so we go from being the victim to the co-creator, and that's a really good place, empowering place to be. Yeah, so, okay, so we have a few minutes left, Kelly. So can you just review for our listeners what's the best way that they can contact you? Uh, if they want to get a hold of you, you mentioned earlier about getting a newsletter. Of course, you have yes. your workshop coming up. Just reiterate that stuff. So they can go to the FordInstitute.com 
to learn about the shadow process, to learn about all the trainings we do. We train people to be life coaches. That's where I started, like I said. And they can also go to kellycasso.com, K-E-L-L-E-Y-K-O-S-O-W.com, and they can find out more about me. They can contact them. My email is there, and as well as they can find about my book that's coming up, The Integrity Advantage that's being published by Sounds True in November, so they can find more out more about that. And so the FordInstitute.com or KellyCasso.com, and if this work resonates with any of your listeners, definitely, you know, the shadow process, we do them uh, all the time, the shadow process or the shadow experience a few times a year. So absolutely come join us. And um, it is life-changing. It definitely sounds like it. Even the show today has, has made significant changes, uh, even for myself, just different perspective on how I view things. And I'm super appreciative for uh, you being here today and, and for what you've shared with us. Oh, my and you were talking. You were mentioned also you have a, a special... Um, offer for uh, the listeners, the Awaken Code. Right. So if they go to theshadowprocess.com and sign up for the workshop and they put in that promo code AWAKEN, they can, they'll get $100 off. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. that. That is a wonderful offer. So Kelly, we just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been absolutely wonderful. Um, we'll look at maybe in the future... Uh, getting you back. You've got this book coming out, so maybe we could do do another show about that one. Um, yeah, thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right, and for all of our listeners, this is our very last show. So please um, make sure you follow us on Facebook and through our YouTube channel, and then you will not miss the upcoming TV shows that we will be doing and those guests that are coming uh, as we move forward. So, until we talk next time, from our hearts to yours, namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.